What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. Always, I'm Nathan Holloway. With me, Jared Rush. How's it going? We're going to start out in the NFL, where the Chiefs opened up their week two with a 27-24 win over the Chargers. Chargers almost came back, even after Justin Herbert suffered a broken rib cartilage. Uh, are you... I, this was probably the best, one of the best games of the weekend. I mean... There's a lot of good games because there's a lot of comebacks. Uh, but primetime games, this was the best primetime game. I mean, it didn't take much since Sunday night was the Bears and Packers, and yeah. the Packers whooped them. And then Monday night, the two games were just blows. Yeah. The Jets overcame a 14-point deficit in like the last minute 22 to win against the Browns. Maybe I should stop calling 40-year-old Joe Flacco overrated because he's second in passing yards. And this was the first time that uh, a team had blown a 14-point lead in the last, like, minute and a half since, like, 2001 or something like that. And you know who did it that year? The Cleveland Browns. So History repeats itself again. Yeah. The Buccaneers down the Saints. Their defense dominated. But Mike Evans was suspended one game because he decided to just lay out Marshawn Lattimore. He did appeal the suspension. But today, the NFL still said that he suspended one game. So he will be... They will be without him against the Packers this upcoming weekend. The Giants beat the Panthers to move to 2-0. Who would have thought that out of like the five undefeated teams, the Giants would be one? It was the first time since 2010 this weekend that the Giants, Jets, Lions, and Jaguars all won a game. And also the first time in a while where every New York team won because the Mets, Yankees, Giants, and Jets all won on Sunday. Wow. I love stats. The Jaguars, talking about the Jaguars, they shut out the Colts 24 to nothing. Are the Colts in trouble? Yeah. I'm going to say kind of, kind of. Week one, it sucked to tie against the Texans, but that's week one. You're still getting Matt Ryan going in the new system. Week two, they did not have their top two receivers because Pittman was out and then whoever their second, I, I don't even know who their receivers are. That's how bad their receiving court is. So, it's not... I, you can't get shut out by the Jaguars, though. No. And this defense did not play well. Trevor Lawrence threw all over them. They could be in trouble, but it's still worked. The Dolphins came back from a 21-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Tua had four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And he had six touchdowns and 469 yards in the game. As well as Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both had over 170 yards and two touchdowns each. Are the Dolphins for real? Yeah. Yes, they are. The 49ers... Beat the Falcons 27-7, but they lost Trey Lance to a broken ankle. He's out the rest of the year. Luckily, they kept Jimmy Garoppolo. Cardinals came back from a 20 to nothing deficit to win in overtime over the Raiders after a walk-off fumble because Hunter Renfro doesn't know how to hold on to a ball, and I believe Buda Baker was the one that ran it all the way back. The Raiders are now 0-2. They blew a lead. Are the Raiders in trouble? This AFC West isn't as good as people have thought so far. I mean, the Chargers and Chiefs are looking good. The Raiders aren't looking as good. I mean, Devontae only got targeted two times in the game. Yeah. He did have a touchdown. But when you target your best player two times in a the game, there's a problem. Yeah. And then the Broncos have just been terrible. They're now 1-1. One and one. They should be 0-2. They should not have won this weekend against the Texans. But going back to the Raiders, are the Raiders in trouble? Not really. I think they're just going through some struggles right now. I think they'll find it out in a couple of weeks. I'm going to say they're in trouble. Their offensive line stinks. Their defense isn't that good. The Cardinals, this saved the Cardinals season because they were going to be 0-2 in one of the best divisions of football in the NFC West. Talking about a disappointing team, the Cincinnati Bengals lost to the Dakless Cowboys after a game-winning field goal by Dallas. And more importantly, Cooper Rush looked better than Joe Burrow. 
besides the fact that Joe Burrow got sacked so many times, had quite a few turnovers, and he's on track to be sacked 111 times a season. Do the Bengals make the playoffs? No. I'm also going to say no. Their division is solidly good. Like, you think about the AFC North, you think Bengals-Ravens. The Steelers aren't bad. I mean, clearly they beat the Bengals last week. And the the Browns, once they get going with Deshaun week 13, they're going to be solid. They're already playing solid. I mean, Nick Chubb looks like the best running back in the NFL right now. They just decided to blow a lead to the Jets. So the Bengals are in trouble. I don't get how you spend millions and millions of dollars on offensive line, and it gets worse. <laughs> this is a major Super Bowl hangover, and like I said... Joe Burrow's not that good. I don't, I don't, I mean, a lot of, he forces a lot of throws. It doesn't help that he's under pressure, but you can't force throws in this league. And to be 0-2 against the Steelers, who nobody thought were going to be good, and now to lose to the Cowboys without Dak, looks bad. On the other side, though, Micah Parsons looks like he could be the MVP. He won't because he's a defensive player. But Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the league. And you cannot tell me anybody else. The Bills dominated the Titans on Monday Night Football. Honestly, Monday Night Football. We could see a Super Bowl preview. Got the Bills. The other side, the Eagles. They look like the best team in the NFC after they just whooped your Vikings. Doesn't help that Kirk Cousins continued to struggle in primetime games. I mean, on Monday night, I believe he's now 1-7 and in his career on Monday night. But Jalen Hurts, 380 total yards, 3 total touchdowns. The Eagles look like the team to be in the NFC. Now, later on, once Green Bay starts getting going, once Tampa Bay figures it out and Tom actually pulls his head out of his butt and learns how to play football again instead of worrying about Giselle, possibly. But other than that, there's not a dominant team in the NFC besides the Eagles. Yeah. Because the NFC West has been the 49ers. You lose Trey Lance. I think that hurts them. I'm still going to pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I'd like to change my Super Bowl winner to the Chargers because I had the Chargers and 49ers. I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo can lead them to a championship. I believe he can lead them to the Super Bowl. But you did want to, Eddie. Yes. But Trey Lance just brought out a lot more from that team. He can do a lot more than Jimmy Garoppolo. This team's still very good. But you also look at the Rams. They've been playing terrible. They got blown out by the Bills. They almost blew a huge lead to the Falcons. And this week they get to play the Cardinals. So... Moving in to week three, I picked four matchups that are intriguing. The first one, the Packers and the Buccaneers in Tampa. Who wins? I'm going Buccaneers. I'm also going Buccaneers. I'm sorry, Green Bay. I love you. But we're still not good. <coughs> like, we we played the worst team in the league, the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Like The Bears may have a win. They're the worst team in the league. Aaron Rodgers has not had success playing against Tampa, for one. Or playing in Florida, period. Saw a stat this morning that says in his last like eight games playing in Florida, he is two and six as Human. the starter. So I'm also gonna go with the Bucks. Uh, their defense is gonna be able to shut down Green Bay. They're gonna be able to shut down the run game, and we've seen how Green Bay's passing game is not very good. The best game of the weekend: Bills Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins. I'm, I'm also going upset. I'm also going Dolphins. I believe Tua outplays Josh Allen. I believe this is going to be a huge scoring game. Pass-heavy game. Like, you're going to – the final score might be, like, 50-something to 40-something. Yeah. So, I believe the Dolphins are right there with the Bills, though. I I believe the Dolphins are the second-best team in the AFC. They showed it last week. Yes, I'm putting them over the Chargers for right now. Putting them over the Chargers. Get through your tiny brain. The Chargers suck. They don't suck. They're not going to make it to the playoffs again. Okay. 
Okay. There's been like there's like four good teams in the AFC right now. And it is the Bills, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Chargers. I'll go five, the Ravens. Yeah. Other than that, the AFC South is terrible. I mean, I don't even... The AFC South is the worst division of food. You can say the NFC East. At least the NFC East, every team has won a game. The AFC South is trash. I mean, the Colts are terrible. <laughs> the Titans are... After Monday night, they should just disband as a franchise. Get Ryan Tannehill out and put in Malik Willis. Why didn't they put Malik Willis out? I don't know. The Jags have looked somewhat decent in some games. And then the Texans are the Texans. Rams-Cardinals. I'm going the Rams. I think they're going to figure it out. I'm going Cardinals. Cardinals are at home. Just had a huge comeback win against the Raiders. The Rams have been playing terrible. The Cardinals' defense loves to force turnovers. Matthew Stafford loves to throw interceptions. Cardinals. 49ers and Broncos. You know, you think San Francisco's like, hey, Seattle gets rid of Russell Wilson. We don't have to play him anymore. Well... They get to play in week three. I'm going uh, the Blancos. I'm going 49ers. Uh, Russell Wilson has been terrible this year. It didn't help that Jerry Judy got hurt last week. I don't know if he's going to play. He's still questionable. Uh, this 49ers defense is going to get to Russ, and I expect him to have another bad game. I really do. And go Jimmy G. Do the contract because you need it. Moving to base, are you done with football? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? No. Okay. Yeah, Vikings suck. Colt. Get rid of I hate you. Bring in Nick Mullins. Might as well. We shouldn't have cut Kellen Mond. He could have did the same thing Conk did. Hey, Kirk Cousins' favorite receiver Monday night was not Justin Jefferson. It was Darius Slay. Threw two, two, two picks to him. Yeah. He should have had four, but he dropped two others. They got a baseball. Aaron Judge hit home run number 60, which ties him with Babe Ruth. <clears throat> through second most in AL history. Now one behind Roger Maris. And he also now leads every statistical category of the Triple Crown. He's going to break the record for oh, AL home runs. No doubt. He could, there is a possibility. Per yesterday, there's 16 games left. He needs 14 home runs to tie Barry Bonds' record for home runs in the season. So he needs to hit a home run. Basically. 73 home runs. Yes. So he basically needs to hit a home run every game besides two. It's possible. Yeah, but. It's possible. I don't see it happening, but no. it's possible. No. He started off good yesterday. Of course, the Yankees also won last night after a walk-off grand slam by John Carlos Stanton. My favorite player, Giancarlo Stanton. Love Giancarlo. Uh, and with that win, the Yankees now have a five-and-a-half game leader. Blue Jays. Going back to Judge, will we win the Triple Crown? Uh, I don't I, – he's got the home one locked up. He's got the RBIs almost locked up. The only thing is the average. He's got Luis Elias behind him. And, and Xander Bogarts. Yeah. Judge is on a hot streak right now. He's got that – I know he's saying he don't care about this whole home one chase now. Bull crap, you do. All I gotta say is when it this is one of the best seasons ever by a player, but to do it in a contract year yeah. after declining the Yankees' offer, thinking that he can get more money and to have to prove it, and he's proven it. This is the best free agent season, basically, in any sport. Yeah, this is the best, like prove yourself moment. Yeah, and he's proving why he deserves the money. I don't think he wins it. I think he comes in third place in the average. Unless he keeps his hot streak up, which he is really hot right now. But he still has 16 games left. That's a lot of game. I'm saying he wins. I mean, the Yankees are still fighting for a, to be in, like, have home field advantage in the first round and not be in the wild court. So he's going to, he's the backbone of this team right now. Hopefully, Giancarlo can stay healthy. I've seen him. I probably just jinxed him tonight. It's probably going to break his neck or something. How do you break your neck in baseball? It's happened before. You went into the wall. He's the DH. 
Maybe a freaking fastball hits him in the neck and breaks his neck. I don't know. He almost died once. I say he wins the Triple Crown. The cool thing about this year, we could see two Triple Crown winners and Aaron Judge and also Paul Goldschmidt, who is only like three home runs away. He leads an average. He leads an RBIs in the NL. Uh, he could also three home runs back of uh, Kyle Schwarber. Of course, Kyle Schwarber hit career high number 40 last night. So good for Kyle. He's amazing. He's like 212, though. The amazing thing is, is that he has 40 home runs and he's second to Judge, who has 20 more. Yeah. The Guardians open up a five-game lead over the White Sox. The Twins have been struggling terribly. They are now eight games back. So I'm going to go ahead and count out the Twins to make the playoffs, unless they turn it around. The Astros clinched the AL West. No shock. Yeah. The Mets and Braves both clinched a playoff berth. They are separated by one game that could be down to a tie, as the Braves are currently beating the Nationals right now, and there's a possibility the Mets lose tonight. The Dodgers clinched the uh, NL West. No shock with the hell. Yeah. Uh, AL wild card right now with two weeks left. Two and a half weeks left in the season. The AL is Blue Jays, Rays, Mariners. The Orioles are five games back. The White Sox are five and a half games back. Do you see the Blue Jays, Rays, and Mariners stay? Yes. I'd love to see the Orioles get them. I do too, but I just don't think they all. Those are just better teams ahead of them. Going to the NL wild card, the Braves, Padres, and Phillies are in right now. Of course, the Braves clinched. They are in. Uh, the Phillies have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Brewers, who have been playing pretty good. Yeah. So do you see this staying the same, or do the Brewers get in? I think the Brewers get in because the pitching is still good, and really Adames is one of the most underweight shortstops in the game right now, and that team's actually been playing good ball, so I think they get in. They don't get in. My boy Bryce is going to lead the Phillies to the playoffs <laughs> so they can lose in the first round. <laughs> WNBA, the Aces won their first championship. Who could not guess it? The uh, the parade yesterday was very funny. At Asia Wilson, who tweeted at 8 a.m. where the Four Locos at, so she was hammered nice. at like 8 a.m. showing up to the parade, which didn't start till five. So you had her and Kelsey Plum just smoking cigars. Had a fun time. Also, a great turnout for the uh, parade. It's good to see the WNBA finally getting. Viewership. By the way, their viewers actually went up throughout the season, throughout the playoffs, uh, by upwards of 20 to 40%. That's good to see, the WNBA. I was a part of that. I did not. I was not able to watch a finals game, though, because I was at work. I wanted to watch it. I didn't want to turn it on the TV at work. So, yeah. College football. What would you watch instead? I didn't watch anything. Oh. College football, number 25, Oregon, down number 12, BYU, 41-20. to 20. Uh, Bo Picks, or Bo Nix, as he decided to go away from his nickname. No? Uh, he actually played very well. Washington, upset number 11, Michigan State. That's the biggest upset of the week. The only non-ranked team to defeat a ranked team. Texas A&M bounced back with a win over Miami. The only change in the top ten. The top ten was unbelievable this year. The top five all won by like 40-plus points. It, it was amazing. The only change in the top ten, though, Kentucky moved from nine to eight, and Oklahoma State moved from eight to nine. Some big games this weekend, including my Wisconsin Badgers. You're going to see it on ABC Saturday night. You going to watch it? Oh, hell yeah, I am. The Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Badgers play the number three Ohio State Buckeyes 
And I am guaranteeing, I'm going full Charles Barkley, I guarantee Wisconsin stays in this game and they win it because Ohio State has not seen a defense like Wisconsin's this year. Wisconsin has one of the best defenses in college football. Now, their offense is trash. They did put up 66 points last week to a team that, I believe it was New Mexico State. I didn't even know New Mexico State had a football team. Probably why they put up 66 points. Are you going to agree with me? No. Not even close. It's going to be a blowout. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a 20-point difference. It's going to be close. Number five, Clemson versus number 21, Wake Forest. Clemson has struggled um, so far. I'm going with upset Wake Forest. Yeah. I'll go with that. Number 20, Florida. Number 11, Tennessee. Florida. You just love picking for it. It's Tennessee. <laughs> Number 10, Arkansas versus number 23, Texas. I said last week, Texas A&M. Arkansas, Arkansas. Texas A&M's not that good. It's amazing that they're still ranked. Other sports, we have one other sport. Uh, The PGA (laughs) did play, uh, I believe, Max Homa won. Congrats to him. PGA's kind of down right now because new season just started. Because, you know, there's, there's no breaks in golf. Yeah. Of course, the uh, President's Cup is coming up either this weekend or next weekend, one of them. And then you'll see the big guys back in events. But NASCAR, Chris Buescher won at Bristol. It was the 18th different winner, and this is the first time in the playoff history since they've changed it to the 16-round format where four get eliminated after every three races that there was not a playoff winner who won in the first round. Or in a round period. Kyle Busch, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, and Kevin Harvick got eliminated. Kyle Busch blew a motor. Kevin Harvick uh, had to win and didn't because his pit crew decided that they don't know how to tighten a lug nut on the last pit stop. So he pulled out the tire. Oh. Yeah. And then he had to back up and they had to put it back on. At the point, he was running fourth. That point put him back to last, didn't it? Well, he was like 20-something. So. Uh, Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon got into a wreck. The only wreck of the race. Uh, the worst Bristol race I've ever seen. These cars did not know how to handle Bristol. A lot of, I mean, you had the engine failure, a lot of right front tire failures on, especially Fords, basically all Fords. Uh, and then like five or six uh, power steering went out of the cars, including Truex, Bubba Wallace, Ty Gibbs, and a few others. It's kind of hard to turn a call without power steering. Yeah. Although. Eric Amarola, who won the pole for the race, lost power steering, or it was going in and out with power steering at about lap like 50, and he was able to finish the race with the car going in and out of power steering. His arms must have been killing him after. Yeah. So I don't know if you ever had a torn a call without power steering. It's hard. Of course, moving into the second round, the second round, of course, uh, I want your thoughts on this. Who gets, who is out? I'm going to look it up. Right now, I already know the people who are below the cut line entering right now are Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez, and Austin Sendrick. Of course, Texas is this weekend. The other races, this is the biggest, like, what-if round. So the first round, basically, you had Bristol. That was the biggest what-if in the last race, which it proved with all the mechanical failures. But this race, you start off at Texas. It's going to be a boring race because Texas sucks. But you want to win Texas because the next race is Talladega. And the Charlotte Roval for the cutoff race. So, two absolute mayhem of tracks. Yes. So, right now, heading in the round of 12, you have the points leader is Chase Elliott, and it is Logano, Chastain, Larson, Byron, Hamlin, Bell, and Blaney with Briscoe, Bowman, Sendrick, and Suarez out. Who wins this weekend at Texas? I'm going to start off with this. 
Um, I'm going to go with my boy Kyle Lawson. Damn it. I was also going to pick him. I ain't agreeing with you. I'm going to go. Last time we were at Texas, he uh, almost flipped after he came off Kyle Busch's car. Ross Chastain wins at Texas. Now, who does not make it out of the round? This is very hard to say because you never know what can happen at Talladega. You could be in the lead, and next thing you know, you're up in the catch fence. Uh, And then the Charlotte Roval, you may go into turn one, like the first time they ran there, and the whole field yeah, just misses the turn and goes straight into the wall. Yeah. So, who are the four drivers you are not putting into the round of eight? Uh, I'm going with Cindric. I'm going to go with Suarez. I want to go up. Christopher Bell. Really? He's not one making it. I love Christopher Bell. Love he's him. Been, but he's his, been he's fast. inconsistent. He was very fast in the last round. Yeah, but he's he going to He should have won the Bristol race before he blew a right front tire yeah. with about 20 to go. But he's the Texas is a whole different beast. It's a lot bigger. And he's never build, been good at the bigger tracks. He likes the short ones. So I think Christopher Bell is not going to make it. And I'm going to chase Briscoe. Who is your absolute lock to make it? Uh, Chase Elliott. That's also mine. I, he's going to win the Roval. He's the best driver on road courses. So My four guys that I don't have making it. I'm going to agree with Cindric. I'm going to go Chase Briscoe. The other two, Blaney. Blaney has not had the speed so far in the playoffs. This is tough. I think Bowman gets in. I think Suarez gets in, barely. I'm going to say Joey Logano. That was the guy I picked to win the championship. I'm going to say both Team Penske cars, all, actually all three Team Penske cars, because they've all made it. All three Team Penske cars are going to be out this round. Now, I could be completely wrong. Joey Logano is a great plate racer. He's great at Texas. He could win the next two weeks. I don't see that. So that's all I have. Of course, no IndyCar because they're done. F1. It's a nice little staffing show. Uh, it's also off until the first week of October. Hockey news, Zdeno Chara and P.K. Subban both retired. Didn't Nathan McKinnon get a huge contract? Yes, too? Nathan McKinnon did uh, five-year, like $100.3 million, which is the largest NHL contract since they implemented the salary cap. He deserves it. Yeah, is he for the Avalanche? Yeah. So congrats to him, and congrats to P.K. Subban and also Zdeno Chara for great NHL career. Zidane Ochara is one of the best players I've ever seen. Uh, and P.K. Subban was a great defender. He fell off at the end of his career after he got traded from Nashville. But when he was a devil, and then when he was a uh, predator, unbelievable to watch. Congrats to both of them. Thank you guys for listening. So always come back here next week. Peace.